From Creation Ministries International, you're listening to Creation.com's article podcast. The research and insights that give God the glory, refutes evolution, and gives you the answers to defend your faith. I'm Joseph Darnell. On the 21st of August, 2017, millions of Americans drove to a narrow strip of land across the continent where a total solar eclipse could be viewed, an event many termed the Great American Eclipse. Three CMI US staffers were privileged to be able to travel to the zone of totality, and we were rewarded with a glorious sight in a cloudless sky, truly a once-in-a-lifetime experience. From Oregon to South Carolina, people used special eclipse glasses to watch the moon slowly move in front of the sun over the course of about an hour, culminating in a few minutes of darkness during totality. The brief period where the moon completely blocks out the sun, leaving only the corona visible and resulting in what looks like twilight across the entire horizon. In the rest of the country, only a partial eclipse was visible. Eclipses Written by Lita Kosner In the ancient and medieval world, eclipses were thought to be portents of important events, often signifying impending disaster. Part of this fear was because many ancient pagan cultures worshipped the sun and moon as deities. There are also many different types of superstitions surrounding eclipses, whether lunar or solar, such as thinking that it is harmful to an unborn child for his or her mother to view the eclipse. Such superstitions, of course baseless, though viewing the sun directly at any time, even when mostly covered by the moon, can cause permanent visual damage to the viewer, not her offspring. While only North America was treated to the solar eclipse this time, Several more will occur in different parts of the world over the next decade. In 2023, parts of North and South America will be able to view an annular eclipse, while the next year a total eclipse will be viewable from Mexico, the United States, and Canada. Australia and New Zealand will experience their next total eclipse in 2028. In fact, there is a total eclipse visible from somewhere on the Earth approximately every 18 months. A solar eclipse happens when the moon comes between the Earth and the sun, partially or completely blocking out the sun's light. If a solar eclipse happens when the moon is at its furthest point from the Earth, the moon will appear smaller to us and will not completely block out the sun. This is called an annular eclipse, sometimes called a ring of fire eclipse, because the rim of the sun is visible behind the moon. If the moon is closer to us during the eclipse, the entire sun will be blocked. We call this a total eclipse. A partial eclipse occurs when the sun and the moon are not quite in the same line of sight, so the moon blocks only part of the disk. For example, during the latest eclipses, people outside the view of totality could view this, but they would not notice much darkening, even if 90% were covered. A lunar eclipse happens when the Earth comes between the moon and the sun. In this case, the moon passes through the Earth's shadow, Interestingly, since the Earth's atmosphere absorbs and refracts sunlight, the effect is to make the moon appear not black but red during a lunar eclipse. There are several other differences between these two eclipse types. While a solar eclipse is only visible over a small portion of the Earth, a lunar eclipse is visible to the entire hemisphere that is experiencing nighttime. Also, solar eclipses can only happen during a new moon. Lunar eclipses can only happen during a full moon. 
Even though the Sun is 400 times larger than the Moon, they appear the same size when viewed from Earth because the Sun is also 400 times further away. That is what makes a solar eclipse an amazing sight. If the Moon or the Sun were only a little smaller or larger, or only a little closer or further away, the precise ratios that allow us to see this Sun completely and perfectly blocked by the Moon, but showing its chromosphere and corona, would not exist. The Earth is the only planet from which one can view a perfect, total solar eclipse. This makes it rather unlikely that the Earth and the Moon are billions of years old. The Moon is slowly receding from Earth at a rate of about 4 centimeters or 1.5 inches per year. That in itself is an argument against the 4.6 billion year alleged age of the Earth and Moon system. But if this recession had been happening for billions of years, for most of Earth's history there would have been no annular eclipse, and in the distant future, all eclipses would be annular only. In a billions of years old solar system, our epoch would therefore be the only time when the Moon and the Sun were approximately the same size in the sky, which would be a rather curious coincidence. Eclipses have enabled some important scientific discoveries. In 1868, Pierre-Jules Caesar Janssen looked at the Sun's corona with a spectroscope during an eclipse and saw a bright yellow line that did not belong to any then-known element. Later, this element would be named helium, from the Greek word for the Sun. During an eclipse, it is also possible to see stars that are supposed to be behind the Sun. The Sun's gravity bends the light from those stars as the light passes close to the Sun. This allows us to see just a little bit behind the Sun. This was a major confirmation of Einstein's general theory of relativity. Eclipses first made us aware of the Sun's atmosphere, including the chromosphere and corona. One mystery is how and why the corona is 1 to 3 million degrees Celsius, far hotter than the Sun's surface temperature of 5,500 degrees Celsius. The solution seems to involve the Sun's powerful magnetic field. Historical eclipses are also important. When an ancient document mentions an eclipse in a specific area, it is possible to know the exact time of the event to which the document refers. This helps us to reconstruct ancient history with greater accuracy. For instance, a solar eclipse in 585 BC, seen as an omen, caused the Lydians and the Medes to make peace and end the war they had been waging. A total eclipse is a spectacular sight that draws people from hundreds or even thousands of miles away for a phenomenon that lasts only a few minutes. David wrote in Psalm 19.1, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the sky above proclaims His handiwork. Even in the modern day when many people reject Scripture's truth, a total eclipse is a powerful display of God's glory. As much as I enjoy documentary films and books about the cosmos, I want to watch and read materials that are founded in a Christian worldview whenever I get the chance. I thoroughly enjoyed astronomy from an early age, and chances are you know a child that does too. That's why I recommend for students the awe-inspiring read, Exploring the World of Astronomy, From the Center of the Sun to the Edge of the Universe, by John Hudson Tyner. Your children can explore the heavens in a uniquely fun and informative way. Middle school students can read the book independently and quickly test their understanding and comprehension by the challenge of answering questions at the end of each chapter. And high school students can revisit the book as a refresher course. 
you will find additional questions, discussion ideas, and research for students to develop a greater understanding of astronomy. And don't forget adults who can learn more about the universe God created too. So why not share and discuss the book with your family? Get a copy of Exploring the World of Astronomy at creation.com slash store. For everyone at CMI, thanks for listening.